1: Hello after Buzzers, and welcome to the after show for ABC's Blood and Oil, season one, episode three, Hustle and Flow. If you're getting that reference, then you're getting the song that we're playing, which I'm not familiar with, but from,
2: from we're the in. movie Hustle and Flow. So yeah,
1: a little different flavor after tonight's <laughs> North Dakotan themed show. I'm your host, Grant Rudder, and tonight alongside me,
2: Hello everybody, Lauren Salon here. You guys can find me on Twitter at Lauren Salon.
1: And you can chat with us in the chat, I believe.
2: Yes, you can. Ooh,
1: we're up. We're good.
2: Yeah. and right there on YouTube.
1: Great. And feel free to give us a call. Let us know what you're thinking so far. We're into the season three episodes. We'll be taking a few calls this evening. That number is 424-236-1729. 256. 256. 424-256-1729. If I say it in my Rhode Island accent, I'll say it right. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Give, give us a call if you're interested and let us know. I want to give, uh, really kind of some initial thoughts around the episode. I was really happy with this episode overall. There was a lot of twists and turns. I wanted to see more of this previously. What did you think?
2: I thought there was definitely a lot of drama, like from every angle, yeah. I think, this, this week. There were some moments that were a little too cheesy mm-hmm. for me and a little too predictable.
1: Like, we looked at each other a few times. Yeah, we're like, like, oh,
2: please. Like, mm. at one point, I literally said the exact line that came out two seconds later. I'm like, oh, here, I bet this is exactly what he's <laughs> yep. going to say in response. And sure enough, yep. I was right. And I, hey, ABC, hire me for writing, I guess. Or there you go. Like that. Dialogue
1: writer right but,
2: there. But all in all, I loved the heightened drama for sure. I think it's setting us up for some good drama coming up. Mm -hmm.
1: Absolutely. I want to comment on Chase Crawford's performance, mainly looking at last week's episode, but also a little bit in this week. The way he interacts with Hap, uh, of course, um, you know, oh God, what's the Don Johnson. Don Johnson. They mean names on this show. I don't know what it (laughs) is. I'm not usually this off base, but yes. I, when I watched the performance I worked with um an, an assistant and, and whatever and he had this executive that he like you know was just idolizing and would just do anything to you know to do business to have mm-hmm. a conversation to be on the radar and the way that chase has gone about you know delivering his lines and the way you know he's been performing reminds me so much of that person <laughs> that I know um, right. it's very true to life and very much trying to you know to earn the respect right, so but- he's, he's playing the he's playing the beats,
2: yeah, and I mean, if you're wanting to, you know, if you've got an opportunity like that to learn from somebody who has paved that way and who has built such a successful empire, you know, you if they're willing to mentor you and put their time and energy into you, then right. go for it. Mm-hmm. Of course, we learn in this episode, it was. That time and that energy yeah. and attention was a little misleading because mm-hmm. it was all a trick.
1: Yeah. I mean, he was warned that he did he did deal with the devil or he's yeah. working with the devil. So, yes, that came true this week. Let's talk about this rig that's still in the picture at mm-hmm. this point. Uh, this guy, Gary, he's such a hothead. Yeah. He's like, he's kind of a pain in the ass. He
2: is. I feel like he's a little too much the predictable, cliche bad guy right now. A he's little like,
1: mustache twirling, would yeah, you say? Yeah,
2: like, well, if they want me to flip, then you know who I'm going to rat out first. Ha 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 You know? Yeah.
1: He's doing that awful spray paint job. Anyone going by on a galloping horse would notice... <laughs> the letters shining you yeah. know even if they were spray painted because they're they're like decals yes on So you truck. see
2: the outline i mean i'm yeah. sure anyone has seen this before when you see a truck yeah. pretty much that has been painted over even if they peel the decals off there's still that line from where they were you, you, yeah. you'll be able to tell it doesn't take right. like a rocket scientist investigator to no. figure that out
1: stupid so I mean, Gary. It's like,
2: yeah, especially when you're in
1: you're driving around an oil rig, <laughs> you know, in oil country, it's kind of yeah. like you know everyone's on. People How seeing many it.
2: companies are there right in their little area? Right,
1: yeah, you know. zero. Well, one, as we saw. So, um, they said they got eight large at the end of the day for this. So, what is this? Eight hundred thousand, eight million. What is this? I mean, for one, I would say eight hundred thousand. Then, if you're gonna have this right. one truck, and then he
2: also said fifty each to wick on the phone hmm. right
1: i think you're right yeah
2: yeah 50 yeah. per unless mm. it was 50 per and there were more you know to add up to eight hundred thousand yeah. i guess i, I don't guess
1: know. yeah that's weird yeah, I mean, I even wick was... even wick was like let's cool it like let's take a break on this and they should have totally just like buried it for a few weeks yeah and they know that people are out there looking for that there's a bounty on it. I mean, a man died. It's like that is the worst time to decide. Like, you mm-hmm. know, we're gonna take a chance and we're gonna move it. But in a very interesting and exciting scene for the show, the chase scene happened. Yeah, and I thought that was pretty good. I thought they did a pretty good job. It makes I me nervous so too.
2: Though at the same time, I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, but can't an SUV outrun a big rig, like in mm-hmm. a straightaway? I don't know about that, if the big rig's got enough momentum going and just steps mm-hmm. on it and can keep powering. But on, like, a road that has some turns, like, that SUV can, should be able to outmaneuver that yeah. big rig, right?
1: And I was waiting for the big rig to go t- over because t- yeah. we always yeah. see that in every movie, TV show, even the tour at, like, you know, Disney right. Studios or whatever. Or, or at
2: least some kind of accident, you know. It, yeah. It, at least a collision which it was a pretty safe chase ultimately yeah and then
1: it was well shot and that's why i thought it was that exciting yeah
2: definitely um and then of course you know they get on he gets onto the reservation and it's like coast is clear which i mean i don't know the exact rules for that sort of situation but like i get jurisdiction issues and that i guess is kind of how it works in real life if you cross the border you're like home Mm -hmm. free but then And they don't necessarily have the best relationship with the um, Native American tribe there.
1: True, yeah.
2: So I don't know if they'd be like, hey, guys, we're just chasing this guy. We think he's a murderer. Can you help us out? Right.
1: I mean, there has to be someone. I mean, it's like there's a crime that was committed beyond just, you know, what was a grand theft. I mean, it goes beyond that at this point. Now they're up against two things. So, yeah, could they have made a call? Right, right. come on. So, yeah, um, so that ended up working out kind of in their favor to start, and then we saw that it all kind of fell apart because the sheriff is just not letting Mm it happen. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, anyway, let's talk about the scenes between Hap and Jules. We learn that Mm. they've got an extensive history.
2: They certainly do.
1: Four years, they've been kind of on each other's radar, to say the very least. Two of those years... They snuck around. So uh
2: huh. A little steamy affair going uh-huh.
1: on. And then he mar- ended up marrying Carla, and it seemed like that was a kind of a quick. Yeah, she's you know, like, you deal. leave for
2: New York for one month and you come back married. So I'm mm-hmm. curious what happened there. Because, yeah. And we know from Lacey, Hap's daughter, that she's always like, oh, your merger. I mean, marriage. Like, such yeah, a little yeah. snot. She and really is. So. You know, and we know Carla was a banker and she has a lot of powerful connections so I wonder exactly what was really beneficial in that Mm -hmm. situation you know so I think I'm hoping we'll see a little bit more insight into how that relationship came to be and what the benefits from both sides really are Mm -hmm. obviously we see them enough you know Carla's in this beautiful mansion all the money she could ever want and it continues to grow lots of Mm -hmm. power that sort of thing But what more was in it for Hap, you know? Are there, like...
1: Right. I don't know. From the
2: financial side of things, like, is he doing some shady business and she's able to help navigate the money situation or... Has connections mm-hmm. with well, she keeps
1: talking about Goldman. Guys. Yeah, she keeps talking about yeah. Goldman. So she's she's doing work for him. So she right. he's he's getting something out of that marriage. But she isn't being very coy when it comes to her intentions. In a way, she's you know she sits there she pouts. She and then she's you know comes up with all these ideas before anyone can even speak at the meeting. And she's got everything mm-hmm. handled. She definitely you know isn't too sly with her agenda. I mean, we don't really know what the overall agenda yeah. is, but she is pretty like bold and out there doing it. So, anyway, Hap, I guess, is just like talking about how, you know, he's got this perfect marriage and this perfect house, but not everything is that great. And he says, he tells Jules, and I thought this was an interesting quote, he says, you know, I'm very, I'm very patient man when there's something important in my life.
0: Yeah. So I'm like,
1: oh, so.
2: So curious about that statement. You know, what is that? So, and that was another thing. I'm glad you brought that up because. What exactly, obviously he's talking about her and their potential future relationship, you know, being patient for that. But what is the thing that he has to wait for in order to be able to then be back with Jules? Mm -hmm. Is there some, is it the big McCutcheon deal and Carla's help with that and kind of her relationships and strategic ties that she has to help that Mm -hmm. really come into fruition and then get all the money starting to come in? with that deal and then he can be like well his marriage isn't really working out anymore see ya Carla you know like what's he what does he have to be patient for exactly right
1: I got a similar feeling like eventually he's going to be with her there's just something that has to happen like that was what I thought like it seemed like he kind of was like stringing her along yeah yeah yeah
2: exactly just
1: wait like you know he didn't say that directly but like I mentioned he's a very patient man, like it's like, okay, well pay, what do you if you're being patient then that's something's happening. Mm-hmm. So, hmm So mhm. Yeah, interesting. I'm yeah, I'm
2: wondering what that what exactly that, you know, it is that he's has to wait for. Right. But and I know we talked when we were watching about how whether or not we buy the chemistry between mm-hmm. them. Because separately Jules is super foxy, you know? She is her, super Her hot leather and, pants
1: all over town. Yeah, and her,
2: like, gorgeous long hair and that accent and stuff. Like, she's she's super hot. And, I mean, Don Johnson's an older guy, but he's, he's like, a pretty attractive older man. So, I don't think it chemistry really, is completely yeah. out of the question mm-hmm. in terms like of it's... both their characters yeah. and those actors. But I don't totally see it,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know? And I don't feel it, really.
1: No, I mean, it was shot hot, like, the way they, like, fell on the bed and everything, like, it was yeah. like, you know, it, I'm sure it would look great in a promo, but it just didn't translate to me, like, no, I didn't oh, feel these are the two... Heat yeah, between them. like, these are two people that haven't been together for a long time, and they have just, like, this bombastic passion that they had. It's going to explode after all this time. Like, it was like... "Mm." Yeah,
2: when he goes over to her place, like, in the middle of the night, when she's like, oh, did you mean what you said? Like, okay, then you have to get over here, sort of thing. And it's like, he walks in, and he's just so slow, and like, (laughs) hello, you know? Like, there's no... Which is fine. You can, like, take it slow like that, and just, like, stare at each other, but then there was no, like, real intense
1: See, I think if you have chemistry with someone, you... You can't get your hands on them fast enough. Like right. you, just, you go for it, uh, like,
2: especially if well, that's passion. We did see them kiss last week, and so they they have you know reconnected, mm-hmm. if you will. But we, yeah, I would think like in that situation right. when she's like, "Get over to my house," sort of thing. You know, it's not going to be this like slow mm-hmm. thing. So they've. Is it
1: safe to say they've reconnected because of her growing relationship with his son? Because it's kind of like. It seems to me like time has passed since they've been on each other's radar, and now all of a sudden it's like, you know, once, twice a day, they're getting together.
2: Yeah, well, I think so, because since Wick has brought her around a lot more, he's seeing her more, and I think he being Mm -hmm. Hap, and I think that is kind of spiking his past feelings and reminding him of that situation, and there's probably some jealousy there, or like, Mm. you know, I don't want... But was, and and let's actually, for a second. It's weird also, not just the fact that they don't completely have chemistry, um, at least from what we're seeing, but she, with her, like, you know, dark hair, olive skin, all that sort of thing, resembles his daughter. No? Yes, very Same much. Same age, just about.
1: They have similar makeup, too, yeah. I notice. So they're done up yeah. very similarly. and that, like, the
2: sass and stuff, you know, they're yep. both pretty sassy. And then... She's also having sex with his son, so like this is just a very weird situation from both mm-hmm. of their perspectives. Especially Haps being like, "No, I want you," sort of thing. Like, yeah. you look kind of like my daughter, and you're sleeping with my son. Let's get it on. Like, it's just a little weird. Yeah, I,
1: I want to see <laughs> Carla find out yes. and then get in a little fight with this this yeah. Jules girl Cause yeah. I, I like that girl's a good actress. She can hold her own yeah. too. So I, I feel like you know that could be. A good moment. I know.
2: I wonder if Carla would like, because she's all about the manipulative, like strategic moves. I feel mm-hmm. like, and I wonder if she would just crack and like go throw down, I would or if love she it. would like be cool and collected, as we've seen her, and like, yeah, I'm you sure know, she'd an angry cool smile, and just be like, "All right, no problem," and then turn around and be like. <laughs> planning and something, like, very devilish would come out of it.
1: Yeah. Oh, it'll no. it'll work out in her favor, for sure,
2: I oh, yeah. feel like. Because yeah. she's
1: just, yeah, everything's got a purpose with her. And I like that. That's how these soapy characters should be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, being just character-driven as opposed to plot-driven, where it's just like, let's get to this next thing. Like, let's see her really internalize this and and really make it happen for herself and not just blow up and have, like, a scene. As much as I would love to have a se- one scene of, like, good shade and a good fight, yeah. like, I, I- okay with it playing out so yeah well let's take a look at some cheers and jeers some little moments that stood out to both of us during the episode you know sometimes it's like we see things and we're like hmm that was uh, ridiculous or i loved that <laughs> something simple i'll start first with my cheers and um yeah let's get ready my cheers go to the character of hap this episode because ah. i feel like Where have you been, first of all? This is like what I wanted to see on this show. I wanted to see someone who is complicated. Um, immoral <laughs> and and overall like a kind of like um you know the, a real catalyst and I, I was hoping that there would be a little bit more evident in the first episode, um, especially nowadays like that you can't really let that stuff roll out too long because you're going to lose audience. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad I'm like okay this now this is a character that's worth watching because we don't know how he's going to turn oh, yeah. and what he's going to do and what's in his head. So I, I give him my cheers and uh, his him and his behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, I give my jeers to. <sighs> a moment in this the whole food truck thing is kind of ridiculous and they kept mentioning it like oh you're doing your deal but I got us a food truck or we could always go to the food truck yeah. and it's like this is really like we're in this land of millionaires right. and we have to keep checking out this food truck and then the convenience of having this guy Finn show up and then the relationship budding between him and the wife yeah. it's just we don't even know who these people are it's unnecessary and there's enough going on right. so cheers right. to that
2: yes okay so my cheers would be yeah would be bringing back Kes and Ada because we saw them in the beginning at the Patchwork Hotel and then they're like Oh, we just made all this money. Let's give it to these strangers who, like, gave us some food the first night we came in. Like, that's not really enough, in my opinion, to be like, here's 50 grand to invest in your restaurant because you, like, made us some food. I mean, maybe they're just a lot nicer than I am. (laughs) Did you
1: notice that Cass was wearing a new leather jacket in the episode? So I'm like, did you really invest (laughs) (laughs) this money appropriately?
2: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I would
1: invest in a nice coat. I'm not going to kid. I didn't.
2: (laughs) Um, But I'm glad they brought them back because it did seem like, okay, we saw them and then they invested this money in the restaurant and are we never going to see them again like i need for continuity's sake like we Mm -hmm. need to see them again so i'm glad that they brought them back into the picture though at the same time the like whole thing with Finn flirting with ada Mm -hmm. like come on unnecessary and then my jeers ah, was which we've already talked about a little bit the chemistry between Jules and Hap. Like, mm-hmm. I like that there's that storyline going on. I think it's juicy and good drama, mm-hmm. but I just don't feel the heat, and I want to feel the heat. Right. Okay. Absolutely. So that's yeah. my little disappointment.
1: Well, I agree with you. And you can <laughs> let us know your cheers and jeers in the comments below or dial us tonight if you're around at 424 256 1729. Yeah,
2: give us a call. Yeah,
1: and let us know on iTunes what you think of our show as well. Give us a thumbs up on YouTube. Rate us high. So let's move on to the next little segment of the show with AJ, or Ahmed, as we learned his name. Mm. And I knew that this guy had something going on. Right, right. Um, the, the pilot script that I read had this guy and Lacey... Kind of at the forefront a little bit more, and they had him reporting to. He was he was a prince. This might be a spoiler, perhaps I don't know because the script has veered away from what I. The show has veered away from what I initially read.
2: He was a prince mm-hmm. in this in the pilot you read.
1: Yeah, like he's an undercover prince.
2: <laughs> what does that even mean? Like
1: for an oil tycoon, like in the Middle East.
2: Oh, so but he's a prince.
1: According undercover. to whatever. Apparently. But now he's doubling as a driver. This could be a spoiler or it could be nothing at all. But this is what oh, no, I no, think. No, no, no.
2: Okay. He's undercover acting as a prince.
1: No, he's like a prince put into oh. this world to try to infiltrate and bring information back.
2: I'm glad they didn't keep that he was a prince in the show. Cause yeah. that would have been kind of silly.
1: Cause he was on the phone and they're like the very good, your highness. And I'm like, oh. Oh God! But like, yeah. So I don't know. But I still got my eye on either him or this Jules chick because they're both, you know, they're they're both ethnically diverse. Okay. So they could be perhaps from like a you know a (laughs) Middle Eastern background, and that could be like something that they're trying to pull off because you know that's where a lot of money is, and I don't know how that would sabotage such a thing. But who knows?
2: I think Jules is more of a a uh, woman of all trades a hus- little bit hustler, yeah less yeah. of i don't think she's got like something that sneaky going on um, I think she's got her hands in a lot of different mm-hmm. projects right. and people's pants, yeah, <laughs> but um, I definitely am curious about a j and that lady that he met at the cafe or diner like. Uh, of course like they're like sitting you know I liked
1: that scene though I thought it was kind of interesting to see like something happen like that wasn't just basic
2: soil samples so now it's okay so who Mm -hmm. are the people that he's reporting to right you know is it another big oil tycoon is it a government type thing you know what's the Mm -hmm. who's behind it all
1: I think a government twist would be good yeah because yeah, she she seemed kind of like a, a disgruntled government worker herself. Yeah. So
2: yeah, and Hap's a big dog, you know. So yeah. we'll see. Or somebody maybe he's wronged in the past,
1: right? Mm-hmm.
2: Never know.
1: Also, that Lacey character, she's supposed to be like this environmentally pro, like friendly, like green, like against right. like this and more towards new energy, but she hasn't done anything to represent that. In fact, she hasn't done much of anything in the show besides throw shade.
2: Yeah, and she's being so... She's being a little immature, I feel like, at this point with... Mm -hmm. Like, I get she doesn't trust Carla. I get that. And so she sasses her all the time, but at this point... Okay, move on, girl. Right. Like, get a new... Get some new disses. She's just... It's... I'm getting a little tired of it, but... But yeah, she did reassure Carla. She was like, "Oh, don't worry. I'm not gonna be dropping out of school and coming to run the family oil business. So like, I'm not gonna be here for long, sort of thing." Mm-hmm. So, but we also know from, you know, doing a little research, she is gonna be in the show the rest of the season. Right. So she's gonna get. We'll tied see what in changes somewhere. her plans. Yeah. Yeah, because she is kind of. She's got the hots for AJ, and even when she comes. Um, when he kind of sh- turns her down when he's leaving, she's like, oh, well, just stay for me sort of thing. And he's like, nope, got to get the, you know, got to mm-hmm. do this rehab can't 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 push it any longer. And he peaces out and she's like, oh, excuse me. Like, guys do not <laughs> leave me in the driveway. You got to find something to do. Yeah. And then he gets back and he like just makes out with her so that she won't see he's testing the oil or the the soil. And Mm -hmm. so she's definitely intrigued by his, like, you know, hot and cold demeanor. So Uh. we'll see if it, what that turns into. Because also when AJ's talking with his contact, he was like, oh, well, the situation's complicated or something like that. And you, of course, assume that he's kind of, part of that is referring to the situation with Lacey, you know, Mm -hmm. and he doesn't want to screw them over because he likes her, so...
0: Hmm,
1: oh. I'm intrigued by that story because yeah. it's something like it's a twist, it's, it's yeah. something different. So I'm like, right. okay, bring it on. Like, it's somebody else, like, kind of in the periphery, you know, getting it. I'm sure they'll come up into the center yeah. soon. Um, another character that's been kind of on the outs has been this Cody girl. I mean, I have a problem with her. Cody, this Cody girl. <laughs> I have a problem with her because I'm like, you know, they don't do her anything with her. She is like a storyline of the week.
2: Yeah, that's she, it. Well, and she's just always like, so like, I don't mm, know what it is. I like do to do Hey, what about this? Okay, no. Dang, yeah. you know, and Ooh-hoo. like just like supporting Billy and whatever he does and mm. she's always like the little encourager. So yeah. I just feel like she's such a like supporting secondary character and sometimes it's is kind of pointless. Right. You know? I
1: kind of agree. It I- did
2: bring the food truck and the restaurant mm-hmm. situation back into the main into the storyline, which is good, but yeah, I do feel like we need a little more
0: a mm, little more, more with from her, them, yeah. You
2: know, because so far with that couple, Billy's really driving the story with all his interactions with Hap and Wick mm-hmm. and the business stuff going on, and she's right. kind of, you know, the support system. Yeah, there, pretty much. So.
1: Well, let's talk about the business that you were mentioning. Yeah. Koala One was the big Ooh. story of the day, <laughs> the big storyline of the week. So this was supposed to be like a huge thing. Um, Billy, of course, wanting to buy in, I think he made a terrible decision as he found out later on. But even yeah. as it was going down, I was like, oh, "Don't do that!"
2: Right? I we said this already, but Billy and Cody are do not make good decisions financially. No,
1: Susie Ormond was just so right. furious with those. And two. with
2: communication, they do not discuss these things together as husband and wife. That those are things you should be doing when you're just like, "Oh, two hundred fifty grand, okay. Oh, fifty grand, mm-hmm. okay." Talk it over with your partner, okay? Right. And then also, like, you do not want to put all your eggs in one investment basket. And he's, like, yeah. hello, diversify your portfolio, buddy. Like, don't pull it all out, of, especially when he's got, like, such a good potential with the McCutcheon property. Five
1: percent of whatever comes out of there. Yes. Come on. It's, like, un- it's unlimited. Even he Yeah, it. and a
2: percentage thing is so, oh, that's huge. mm mm-hmm. It was so stupid. I, I knew that second when he's like, oh, I'm going to pull it all out and give you McCutching. I was like, nope. This is going to yep, bite him in idiot. the butt. It's going to bite him in the butt. Do not do that. Like-
1: Five percent. You use that to be able to bankroll your future investments, but you keep that going. Like everyone's got their main, you know, source yeah. of income, or their, you know, even the the Shark Tanks of the world, or the Sharks of the world, they have their, you know, their big money maker, and then they use that capital to be able to invest in right. things like just right. sit for oh, a minute. Oh gosh,
2: she's so impulsive and driving me so, crazy. I know because he, he
1: feels terrible that he missed out on that deal from the previous week, but it's okay.
2: Right, there's going to be more. Clearly, as you've seen, you've already mm-hmm. had like. 15 opportunities to invest in various things in the last oh, 2 weeks. Yeah, so yeah no take really. Take a deep breath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I know, it's only been 2 weeks, buddy. I
2: think I read something <laughs> recently um that said the average millionaire or whatever has seven different sources of income. Which makes mm, sense, yeah. you know. You don't you, it should not all be from one source and Uh, Billy needs to sharpen up with his investment. Yeah,
1: I mean, even though he's being mentored, he can still read a book. Right, yeah, or like (laughs) common
2: sense. Yeah,
1: I agree. Well, I don't know, things didn't work out well for him, and they had that big... Pomp and circumstance of the. I know. The oil is that how up. it
2: happens? I don't
1: know. They're I thought like, it was kind of over the top. Come over
2: for the oil spitting party. Like yeah. we'll watch the oil shoot out of the ground, and it'll remind us of all the gold that's going to be flowing yeah. to us. Soon. I was like, is that
1: normal? Like, I mean, I just feel like that's like an, another day.
2: Yeah. Right. Like if,
1: if there's so many of these, you know, fields and and. So much, it's so unbelievably rich in oil that it's kind of like, yeah. I don't know if we need a ceremony, like men in suits I but and detentions. It's
2: kind of and... cool though. They're yeah. just like, yeah, oil. And they're like falling on in all of them. You have to like throw away whatever you're mm-hmm. wearing, basically.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to have, I like to see how they did that, you know, what they with how they set it up. Sure, it was just like water colored or whatever. But oh, I, oh, yeah, I just, yeah, I'm yeah. curious to see Coffee how it was all put together. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that is. So um, they said, yeah, it was a, a spike hit, a sp- something like that. Like it was like a pressure yeah. or something like that. Like a,
2: a little bit of oil will get into like some little area and cause a lot of pressure and it makes them think that there's a big sp- reservoir mm-hmm. under there. I don't know these oil terms. But yeah, but then just spouts up. But wouldn't you be able to like, with some testing or something, be able to like s- kind of gauge how yeah. far that oil is or like... They must. Measure, yeah, there's got to be a way to kind of tell, like, whether or not mm-hmm. that goes deeper than just, like, a bucket.
1: Yeah, they must, because even Hap knows that at the McCutching property, there, or territory, whatever it was, that there's one trillion dollars worth of oil there. So, like, you know, somebody has to know what the trajectory is for such a thing. Yeah. So he knew, and he just oh, screwed he both knew. of them. Oh, I That's know. what I think. I mean, he kind of admitted it, right? I mean, he kind of said, look, like, oh, well, bad investment for you, and uh, yeah, for you, I'm just testing you, basically.
0: Yeah,
2: I know. I
1: like it, though. He's being smart. I like
2: it, too. I did like, I liked the direction of Hap bringing Billy under his wing and, like, kind of pushing Wick out of the situation, but I like this, even though I feel bad for Billy, you know, Mm. I like this direction more because Hap's, like, coming out, like, this is the kind of savvy cutthroat Business type of stuff, which is a little shady, that he does, and Mm -hmm. that's allowed him to become so successful. Yeah. You know,
1: I thought we were going to be set up for a success with this koala one, and that it was going to really set up both. Uh, Wick and Billy to really have to work together and square off. Yeah. And then I thought it was going to be, uh, but I, I like the direction they took because mm-hmm. it makes it a little bit more dramatic. And of course that dynamic could still play out. Uh, so, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. It sucks for them though. I mean, how, how disappointing, I especially know. to know you've been played for $500,000, yeah. well, well, 250 plus giving up all of your. Income basically, yeah. For, for yeah, because sure. an investment yeah. does
2: not mean you get anything back. No. Nope. If it's unsuccessful, you could just be paying it out. <laughs>
1: yeah. That sucks. Oh <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, I, and I don't feel that bad because I think Billy makes stupid decisions. So I'm like, well, you. How Wait, many times yep. are you going to do this and then get screwed over? And to realize, like, maybe you shouldn't be so impulsive. Right. Like, I'm like such mm-hmm. a such a grown up about
1: yeah. it. You know. Uh, <laughs> Wick was awfully disappointed. He was pissed, but I'm like, I thought about it. I'm like, hmm, I can see why he would be angry, of course. Yeah. But at the same time, like, he's a Briggs, like just move on to the next, like you know his like his dad's not gonna leave him out in the cold. Like mm-hmm. he so he has less obviously a lot less to lose than Billy, of course. But you know, he was rightfully upset. But then Hap kinda came in and said, Look, like we're gonna go in on this McCutching property, we're all in now, it's gonna be nothing but yeah. a success. But there's something you have to do you have to dump that girlfriend
2: I know what a little jealous little manipulator I there. like it yeah know. this is what like, I was oh, waiting he's for I was like he's gonna make him dumper he's gonna make him dumper yeah. like, all this talk about focus completely on oil eat sleep breathe dream oil oil yeah. you know oh yeah Go yeah, cool, because that's what
1: he's doing alright he's really breathing and sleeping oil yeah Yeah. Mm. a little busy with <laughs> well, the wife and said. a side piece yeah yeah <laughs> For real though.
2: Oh gosh, can you imagine when Wick finds out about Hap and Jules? What is mm. that going to be like? Because you know that's going to be shit's going to hit the fan. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I'm looking forward to that because that's it's definitely come out. Like oh, that's yeah. like soap one hundred and one. Yeah. So Wick, everything you know is kind of getting tied up with that, and then Wick gets this phone call, and it's Gary's dumbass again. And... <laughs> And you mentioned it earlier he's like guys yeah, like, they're going to want, They're going to push me. They're going to do what did he yeah. say? They're going to make me flip.
2: Yeah. And you know who I'm going to like spill first. Rah, rah. Come on. <laughs> At this point like once Gary took when he turned he took the rig and said it was like oh i sold it da, 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 da. at that point like if i were wick i'd be thinking okay how do i get myself detached from this yes. guy and out of this mess because he is a loose cannon and he is gonna screw me you know yeah because he is going to and now you're in an even bigger mess because he just got arrested like get figure out how to get yourself out of the situation
1: right when that guy got killed i would have been like all right i'm out yeah I'm, I don't need this I don't want to be a part of this my father's talking to me again we, we, everything yeah. turned bad like I don't need it Goodbye. once he got
2: killed I would have backed out of the situation because he's just getting in a deeper and deeper mess yep. there
1: mm-hmm yeah, a mess is right. So Billy just ends the episode just feeling so sorry for himself and he vows that he's gonna, he's gonna come back and get him. And I'm like, how are you gonna do this? This guy is worth like multi-millions, probably tri- trillions future if with the catching property. And he's worth so much money. It's like, what are you gonna do? You're broke and you live in a, like a little house. Yeah. Like, what are you gonna well, do? Well,
2: you know that's gonna happen. He's gonna end up doing something amazing or figuring out something awesome right. that is gonna bring him good money for mm-hmm. one, but also be able to kind of beat Hap at his own game, you know? Because we want to see with this story, we want to see the like y- the, the underdog, guy. the yeah. nobody, the yeah. like you know up and comer right. kind of do something big. So right. it's coming, but it'll we'll see how it. How yeah, it
1: and happening. and once again, Cody's like, yeah, I'm pregnant and me own a house, but it's okay.
2: Yeah, it's just it's you and me, and that's all that matters. Like I, I appreciate her, like. Idealism
1: I don't it, know. But. I don't know any relationship that works like that. I just don't. It's just not no. real.
2: No. I would be like, okay, please, <laughs> before you go off and spend another, you know, more than a hundred dollars, we're talking it through. Right. Yeah. You should have, to have a cap <laughs> at least. Yeah. Especially At now you got another, which is not to say. Gosh, that makes me sound like a crazy person. I do not make my husband tell me every time he spends a, more than a hundred dollars. But when it's like as much as a house, yeah, you you talk those things yeah. through. Especially when it keeps happening, yeah,
1: and when you have a limited <laughs> amount of money, yeah. I mean,
2: you know,
1: they're literally playing with your whole and they like pot have no new jobs. <laughs> no, can't stand it. Oh
2: gosh.
1: <laughs> well, let's take a look forward and predict what's coming up on the next episode.
2: <gasps> yes. And now,
0: your After Buzz TV predictions. Hmm. Okay,
2: so in the teaser that we had, that was showing us just what's coming up next week.
1: It looks we like, think? it, yeah, my
2: goodness, that looks like there's going to be a lot of drama. So See, the way they're cut, though, I, like this I, last week
1: was just different. What happened was different than what was in the promo,
2: right? So, I, I'm part of me wonders if that was. It seemed like there was way too much going on in. The teaser to be just what's happening next week mm-hmm. though we do see billy confronting hap about his relationship with jules and that i am very curious to see because you know he's not going to just out hap he's going to use mm-hmm. that as blackmail for sure
1: and that's probably how he'll get his leg up i assume yeah, he's down get, and out
2: get them a catching Parcel back. Yeah, right. Hap wouldn't do that.
1: Mm, yeah. I mean, Hap's been very stingy. Oh, yeah. Every episode, including this one, he hasn't let anybody in on any of these
2: deals. No. So I want, I'm mm. curious to see. I feel like that's going to be how Billy gets his foot back in the door with McCutching, but how mm-hmm. or how much exactly?
1: Mm-hmm. Looks like Gary's back in the picture next week and Hap pulls a gun on him, I believe. Is that what it is, or is it reversed? Some gun involved.
2: I thought it... I don't know. Hap, I think?
1: And, well, but, Hap, I know Hap was going to confront Wick, right? Mm-hmm. So that will be interesting to yeah. say the least. Because this episode, at the top of this episode, he was even saying to, to Carly, he's like, mm, yeah. Yeah, you
2: were wrong. I just
1: can't. Yeah, he can't get his mind around it. I
2: don't think he believes it, though. I think he's still... Ha- I don't know. Because I yeah. keep thinking that Hap knows You know, and there's some kind of, he's got some itch that, Mm -hmm. you know, he knows it was Wick involved. But then at the same time, he's like, oh, son, I'm bringing you in on McCutching, you know, like, it was just a test. Then I'm like, oh, he doesn't know, or does he? I don't know his play here. I still think that Hap has a feeling that Mm -hmm. Wick was involved, especially when he catches him on the phone at dinner. Mm -hmm. He was like... Who is that? Every time Wick makes a phone call or takes a call, when Hap's around, Hap is there to hear it, yeah. so.
1: He <laughs> doesn't trust him, yeah. No. That scene, just to jump back with him talking about the post-mortem regarding the, um, you know, the, the call one, and then kind of before they talked about McCutching, when they were, I believe, at the pool table, I was ready for him to turn the tables on Wick and be like, not only was that a test, but. I was to embarrass the hell out of you because I know everything that went on. Like, I was hoping that he would turn the tables on. him. But it's a little early for that. We're on episode three, so yeah. everything will roll out, and we'll be here to cover it for you here at yeah. Buzz TV. So where can we find you online? You
2: guys, you can find me on all social media, uh Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube at Lauren Salon. That's L-A-U-R-E-N-S-A-L-A-U-N.
1: And you guys can find me over on Twitter at Grants underscore underscore Rants. And you can find me on my podcast, Grants Rants Hollywood Talk. You'll hear some familiar voices from AfterBuzz and then more some Hollywood Chat. Check it out. That'll do it for us for the After Show for Blood and Oil.